It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> okay, it's me. This is Pinky the Pig. It's time for our show, and thank you for listening to the Pinky the Pig podcast, where you can listen, laugh, and learn with an oink and a moo. And I'm here with my excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Cow. Hi, Pinky. How's Pinky? I'm doing really good. Really good. How are you, Mildred? I'm doing really good. Really good. So what's new? Well, you know, we, we, I, I forgot. I don't know if we ever talked about it, but we have this fabulous cuckoo clock. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's so beautiful. It's very ornate. Oh, it's fancy. Yeah, it's got the little cuckoo bird that comes out. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Three o'clock. It doesn't say three o'clock. No, three cuckoos means three o'clock. Right, I know. And what, was that a real bird, a cuckoo bird? Yeah, they, they designed the clock after the bird, the cuckoo. kind of makes that sound. Yeah, and where was that? Well, it was in Germany in the... 1800s in the Black Forest of Germany. That's where the cuckoo clock first comes from. And they're also made from other countries near there, Switzerland, Austria, and France. Yeah, this one is so cute. It has this little door, and the little door opens up, and this little bird comes out. And it goes cuckoo, and then the little mouth opens up, the little beak, and then the little wings move, and then he bobs a little forward and back. So cute. It does it on a half hour, too, but only once. Oh, right. But each hour does however many hours it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it has two squirrels, and they just wiggle side to side. And then it has these dancing partners. There are four couples. They come out, and there's a music box in there, and they do a little, they go around in a circle, and they dance. Wow, that's a fancy clock. Yeah, it's very nice. It takes up a pretty lot of space. You know, time and space. It's about time. It's about space. It's about... What? I forget the rest. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's a nice clock. Yeah. Yeah, it's all carved out of wood, and it looks like a little fancy house. Like a chalet. A chalet. A fancy German-looking house. Right, in Switzerland, Austria, and parts of France. Yeah. They'll have the chalets. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's a little house clock. And then it has, you know, it has the pine cones. And they, they're the big weights. And then the cords. And that's what makes it work. It's not electric. It's all these gears and these wood inside. And the gears move because the weight of the pine cones. But you have to pull them and switch them when it goes all the way down to one side. You got to... Wind it back up and get the other pine cone to go. And, you know, if you don't wind it up, it's not going to work. It's not electric. Right. It goes back pretty far. But not like the Egyptians and the Greeks and the Romans. They, they made sundials. That's right, Pinky. And the sundials go back to 1500 B.C. Yeah, that's just a shadow of the sun. And then they might mark it off. We did a whole podcast on that. Yes, we did. Which one was it, Mildred? I'm not sure. 
Well, we invite our listeners to listen to previous episodes whenever they would suit their fancy. Right. But anyway, so the sundials, they need the sun. Right. But then, you know, man did make something called a water clock. A water clock? I never heard of a water clock. Well, what that is, it's a like a basin, like a, a bowl, and there's a small hole in the bottom, and the water will, will pour out. And then inside the bowl, they mark lines, and, and that each line ha- is a different hour. And as the water goes away, you can see that time has passed through. Mm, that's interesting. Right, because they would use the water clocks at night, because you wouldn't have the sun to create the shadow to, to keep track of the time of day. Yeah, kind of like a sand hourglass. Yeah. But that's only good for one hour, the, the sand dial. Is that not, what's it called? Yeah, it's called a sand clock, an hourglass. Yeah, that's just good for one hour, though. Where the water basin, that, that could be longer. Right. Well, you got to have that hole just the right size or boom, that hour move quick. Yeah, time flies. (laughs) And so then, man, you know, he got more detailed, and he developed something with a spring and and a a pendulum and all these other ways to make the clock more exact. Yeah. Because the primitive early clocks that where they would make the wheels that would rotate and the gears would connect, and then it would transmit the power, you know, as the gears would move. Yeah, that's there. The wheels that has the little jiggy jaggy, jiggy jaggy, jiggy jaggy, and then when they spin, they all line up, and then they turn and they pull on each other. Right, and what they would use, they just use rocks for weight to get those wheels to turn. Rocks and stones, so it wasn't that precise. No. So the weight of the rocks would give the power and the movement to the inside gears. Yeah. But when all this was coming about, there was this whole controversy is when you're making a clock, when it when does it start? When do you start counting hours? And different, like the astrologers wanted to do it at one time, and the Babylonians, the Germans, the French, and it ended up going with the the French. And what they did, they had two 12-hour periods starting at midnight. Well, say magnifique. Right. But then by the mid-1600s, the pendulum clock was in use, and it was precise. Yeah, the pendulum swings side to side, back and forth. Right, and then it gave it a lot of precision. And it was for church, and it was because every hour they would pray. So it would, it would sound a bell on the hour. Yeah. And that, uh, the Latin word for bell is clocka. How about that? Right, so it's really progressed. I mean, in the 13th century, the Europeans, they invented the mechanical clock, but... It's come so far now. I mean, now you have all the satellites that have all over the globe, these complicated signals of time and 
I mean, they basically run everything in technology on, on our planet, like our day-to-day lives. It's all, it's all has to do with clocks from space. Yeah. I mean, all computers, they're basically a, a clock and they, they use quartz and crystal and it's all very precise. Wow. The clocks have come a long way. Yeah. I love our cuckoo clock. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Three o'clock. But Mildred, how does it make the sound? Well, it's because the air is pressed through the pipe, two little pipes. Oh, like a musical instrument. Exactly. Okay, Mildred, time for the poem now, please. All right, Pinky, we've got a couple quotes here. This first one comes from W.H. Davies, and he said, And hear the pleasant cuckoo, loud and long, the simple bird that thinks two notes, a song. Yeah, cuckoo. (laughs) That's a woodpecker. Yeah, sorry. All right, this one's kind of serious. Okay. Somewhere in between twilight and dawn, under the purple skies, a solitary cuckoo croons his song of love and hope. I lay awake, pretending to ignore the world. Mm-hmm. And Pinky hears one from William Shakespeare. He said, He was but as the cuckoo is in June, heard, not regarded. Oh, no one paid attention to him. Right. And here's one more. It's anonymous. It's pretty cute. It says, when a little bird has told you something, make sure that bird was not cuckoo. Yeah, that's cute. All right, Mildred, always so much fun. Thank you very much. I love you. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay. I love you. I love you.